it was suggested this morning that I should be live tweeting my uh, presentation in the spirit of the administration, but I guess we are already doing that. So that's great, I don't have to do it. So I'm just gonna start off with right here with uh, the potential bad news. President Trump's proposals has been estimated based on uh, his current tax plan that it could result in a reduction in $17 billion in annual given, uh, which equates to four and a half to 9% a couple weeks ago, I finished my presentation and got all the material in and was ready to go. And then uh, President Trump tweets that uh, he's going to have his new tax plan out last week. And so I got very nervous that I was going to have to redo all my material. The good news is that his tax plan amounted to all of seven bullets. Uh, and so it, uh, it didn't really impact my, my presentation and unfortunately doesn't necessarily impact these numbers as well. So the charitable deduction is celebrating its 100th anniversary this year in the tax code. And under the tax plan, uh, the charitable deduction is not being taken away, but it will significantly curtail the income tax incentives, the incentives for making charitable gifts. Under the current, under the current tax plan, uh, if you're in the 39% bracket, if you make a $100 gift, it really only costs you $60 or $61. The administration's tax plan is going to reduce the tax brackets uh, so that the highest tax bracket will only be 33%, which will then have an impact on the economics where that if you've made a $100 gift, it really costs you $67 as opposed to the $61. The uh, administration's tax plan also uh, calls for the repeal of the estate tax. And so we'll see what impact that potentially may have. So as I said, uh, President Trump's proposal calls for substantial tax cuts primarily to wealthy households. Uh, I know for me, the, the tax cut will actually probably result in higher taxes than what I'm currently paying. And I, I pre presume that that would apply to many of you as well. So as I said, the, the, the administration's proposals would reduce the after-tax benefits of making charitable gifts, which could potentially reduce the uh, desire of some people to make those gifts. Now, the Republican administration would tell you that that is a, that, they call that the tax rate effect, but they're, re they're relying on what they call the income effect. They're taking the position that by reducing your taxes, you'll have more money in your pocket and therefore more money to spend in the economy, increasing our gross national product, as well as potentially making charitable gifts. We'll see if that's, if that's going to be the effect or not. Essentially trickle-down economics, which we all remember how effective that was for the Reagan administration. Uh, so as I said, the charitable deduction will still be part of the tax code. The administration doesn't want to be the one responsible for killing the charitable deduction. Uh, but fewer taxpayers will be able to use that deduction. Currently, uh, about 25% of all people who file income tax returns take a charitable deduction. Uh, it's projected that as a result of the administration's tax plan, it will be fewer than 5% will be able to actually take uh, or deduct charitable contributions on their income tax return. So the estate tax, that's a tax that is a 40% tax on everything you own at your death. There is an $11 million estate tax exemption so that to the extent that you're worth less than $11 million, you're not subject to the estate tax. And to the extent that you leave your assets to charitable organizations, 
they're also not subject to the estate tax. Well, uh, the administration's proposal is to eliminate the estate tax, which could potentially eliminate the desire to make charitable contributions as part of your estate plan. We'll see what that effect will actually have. On the corporate side, the administration's tax plan is to reduce the business tax rate from currently 35%, a high of 35%, to 15%. What effect that will actually have on charitable giving is also unknown in that you know, a significant number of our large corporations already don't pay any income tax at all because they leave significant sums overseas to be taxed there uh, and, and don't pay any income tax here. The thought is that by reducing the rate, uh, it would encourage these corporations to bring money home, spend that money here because it's going to be taxed at a lower rate. Hopefully, you'll find that uh, your corporate donors may be more inclined to uh, give to you because uh, they have more money in their pocket as opposed to under the old tax plan. So really, all this presumes that uh, people are motivated by the tax law in making charitable giving. The question is, is that true? I looked at some studies. U.S. Trust um, does a study of high net worth philanthropy every year. They've been doing it for 20 years now. And so they've determined that, that people aren't motivated by tax law and that 73% uh, say that they do it to, to uh, make a difference or personal satisfaction and only 34% cite the tax benefits as a reason for making charitable gifts. In 2009, when the charitable deduction was last challenged or looked at as, as being removed, that number increased so that 67% of the people said they were motivated by charitable giving. So when it's threatened, they become more uh, motivated by it, so we'll see what, what effect that has now. John, uh, well, I'm not going to try and pronounce that last name, from Williams College did a study looking at charitable giving in the 70s when tax rates were at their high of 70% as opposed to 2007 when they were only 35%, and they found that people were two times more likely to make charitable gifts in the 70s with a 70% rate as opposed to in 2007 with a 35% rate. So again, an indication that, that tax laws do play a role in motivating that charitable giving. So what can you do? Uh, I'm going to start off by saying that we are a CPA firm. So of course, we're going to say, look at your financial statements and your 990s. A couple years ago, Jeannie did a great presentation on how your 990 can tell a story about your organization and help with your charitable giving. And that, that uh, presentation is still available, can be downloaded um, as one of our blogs, I believe either on YouTube or through iTunes. If you're interested, you can reach out to us and we'll, we'll let you know where that is. But again, you should be ensuring that your form's narrative sections tell a story of how you're fulfilling your mission and remembering the fact that grant makers and donors often do review 990s to ensure that the charity's mission and the programs are aligned with their values and goals. I'm not a fundraiser, but in, in looking at this presentation, I looked at several studies as to what, again, motivates people for charitable giving. And there was a study put on by Yale and the University of Chicago where they teamed with several nonprofits and sent out 50,000 fundraising letters some of those uh, included a match, and some of them were just a plea for a give. And they found that those letters with matches 
received uh, donations of, of greater than 20% as opposed to just a plea. Interestingly enough, they also found that the match did not matter, whether it was a dollar-for-dollar dollar match or a 50 cents to the dollar match, it wasn't relevant, but um, that, that matches seem to motivate people in terms of making charitable gifts. They've also found that um, government grants can hurt charitable giving. The study indicated that there may be a crowding out effect, that, that people feel that if they know that the organization is getting money from the government, that they may not want to put their own money towards there. They've also said that, that this can have a, be a result of the charities themselves scaling back their fundraising efforts because they have other sources of, of funding. So what I guess what we're trying to say here is that um, in light of the potential reduction in your charitable giving in the next few years as a result of the administration's tax plan that you should redouble your fundraising efforts and make sure that you're paying close attention to that. In addition, as part of that study, they found that, that waste tends to drive down donations, that if potential donors feeling that you're wasting their funds, they're going to not give as much, which is another reason to examine closely how your 990 is reflecting that and the story that it's telling. In addition, what can you do? You know, organizations should make lawmakers aware of how the proposed legislation could potentially affect them and their displeasure with these effects. Now, obviously, I did a presentation two years ago on lobbying, and you, as a CFO or chairman of the board or leader of your particular charitable organization, can't go and lobby on behalf of your organization for those changes. But you, as an individual, can certainly do that. In addition, you need to listen to your donors. Think about how the potential tax laws are going to affect them. And use that in your own fundraising efforts moving forward and think about how those tax law changes could possibly help you in your fundraising efforts. And finally, you need to be prepared to rethink your budgets. We saw at the, on the very first slide that you could be seeing a reduction of 5 to 10% of your charitable giving, um, which could have a huge impact on you. And so you need to be prepared to think about what changes you're going to need to make your, to your budgets as a result of that. And the good news is, uh, after lunch, we have a great presentation by Jeff Ciccolini and Jeannie on budgeting. So make sure you stick around for that.